Hello, my sweet. Happy Saturday to you. If you are listening to this uh, in real time or if you're watching it on YouTube, apologies that there is no video today. I did a mask on my face last night and uh, let's just say we're a little bit blotchy red and puffy so not camera ready today so you have a lovely picture to look at but you have an amazing amazing episode so thank you for being here whether you're listening on Spotify Apple iTunes watching on YouTube all the good things um quick note also for those of you who speak Spanish or other languages um, we are going to be coming out with my podcast in other languages. So I want you to DM me and let me know which language you want, uh, the podcast translated in, or if you have friends and family members that, you know, just would soak up all things audacity to be queen and divine living. Um, we're really committed to our global community and it's just been so in my heart to, um, at least get some language translation going with subtitles on YouTube and that kind of thing. So DM me on Instagram. You can find me at Gina DeVee. And, um, as always, I love hearing from you about what is most important to you. So whatever language you have friends, family members, community, a following in, um, that you think would benefit from my message, let me know. Okay, so we are in part three of our series. If you've missed parts one and two, go back and take a listen. I give pretty in-depth uh, foundation and in, in episode one and then a recap in episode two. So today we are going to dive right in to where we are at in claiming our victory. And in claiming, I mean pulling it in from the unknown to the known, from the invisible to the visible. We all, we all have mega huge dreams inside of us. And if we're not careful, we can get them knocked out of us or at least let way too easily our desires be pushed to the back burner. And today we are bringing them back into the forefront. If they've gotten pushed back, if they've gotten a little dusty, if they've, you know, hit some speed bumps and have gotten crunched along the way or bruised, fear not because today is about giving them a lot of love, attention, and energy. And as we see in our story in part three, Joshua does not get an instant manifestation when he and his military is going to conquer the city of Jericho. The city of Jericho represents the victory. So whatever the victory is that you're going for in your life, we are in day three of encircling our dreams. Joshua and the army and the priests that are blowing the horns and playing the music have been given a very non-linear, non-masculine plan from God to claim this victory. And I think the tendency for us, especially women, and especially if we get into a desperate and a fear-based place, is to go all masculine. And something that I write about in my book, The Audacity to Be Queen, it's in chapter three. If you haven't gotten the book, we'll put the link in the show notes so you can dive deeper. The masculine energy, and there's nothing wrong with it, there's only something wrong with us when we overly and only or exclusively rely on masculine principles. So the masculine principles are all things 
logical, linear, tangible, predictable. It's all about taking action, initiating. It's about thinking rather than feeling. It's about doing rather than being. It's about only doing like what you can see and what everyone else has done and kind of, you know, th that mentality versus really go within and ask God for the divine plan, the divine strategy, the way it's meant to be done. And at this particular time, it's also not about the instant manifestation. We see we are in day three, if you've been following along with us, and so is Joshua and his army in day three. Like the, the city has not just been handed over in an instant moment or in a day. Day three, they are walk, walking and marching around this city wall. And I don't know about you, but if I were to only rely on what I can physically see with my eyes, what seems like what's happening or what's going to happen. There are really big walls in between me and my dreams. Uh, if you've been following, I am currently in New York City searching for our new home. And for what I want, it <laughs> in the price point that I desire it to be in, doesn't look like it a exists or is going to show up anytime in the next year. There feels like there's a really big wall in between me and my desired next home. And some of my other dreams as well, um, you know, I have bigger dreams about my book and some other things. And it just, I've tried things probably like you, I've waited, probably like you. I've um, hoped that something magically would just come to me, maybe like you. And wall, wall, big city wall blocking in between me and the actual manifestation of those desires. So we lean in today for God's guidance, for God's provision, for God's assistance, for God to lead the way. Because us and our humanness, we're not going to get there. We're not going to, we're not going to bust through that wall. And if we even start trying or get angry enough or sad enough or naive enough to think that we can, we're going to wear ourselves out and likely get ourselves killed. And for women, that looks like adrenal fatigue. It looks like burnout. It looks like working so much that you're just avoiding the relationships at home and kind of kidding yourself like, well, I got to work on my business or I got to work on my career. And then you see the death of a marriage or a relationship or, or there's a health diagnosis that shows up because you're just not paying enough attention to what doesn't feel good or the exhaustion or the hunger or the time to give it a break and and we know that lifestyles come in packages. And then when you're stressed and you're not feeling like you're being given to, then maybe that's when the emotional eating starts or maybe it's when maybe the, the non-eating starts. And it just can be a very vicious cycle. But there's nothing vicious about God. And there's nothing vicious about a very loving universe. And 
it's our opportunity today to tap into that. Now, I don't know about you, but I actually don't envy Joshua. I don't envy being a military leader that was told to, to walk around a city with priests at the forefront blowing into ram's horns playing music as my strategy. Do you know what a laughing stock he must have looked like? And I don't know about him or his people, but you have to have some pretty strong faith to not be like, bro, do we look like idiots here? Like, I mean, or is like, is this really going to work? Or what happens if we march around the city for seven effing days and, and the wall doesn't come down? Like, right? And I feel like that sometimes with my own practices, you know, not all of my closest friends are, I don't know, let's say in the conversation that you and I are in. And they're like, you're going to another Joe Dispenza retreat. Is any of that even working? Or you're like, spending how many hours a day meditating and you know, what are the results? And I'm like, mm. I have some tangible results. I have more intangible results, but more than that, I just have a knowing that this is how I want to do life right now. And, you know, I was talking about this to one of the women in the own your throne program. And, uh, if you haven't gotten in on Own Your Throne, um, I'm going to be doing another one this September. And so we will get a wait list up to get you in on that so that you get first access. It is by far the most powerful program I've ever had the honor of facilitating yet. Anyways, there's this extremely successful woman in the program and she's gotten just an incredible amount of monetary success in an industry that she's been in for a, a couple of decades. And she's kind of complete with that mission and wants to start something new. Like who doesn't right now, right? We're all reimagining our lives. And she's, anyway, she was in this kerfuddle about it not working or her having a money story and on the new venture. And we're going to just call her Jane. And I'm going to be like, Jane, my expertise is on helping people transform their money stories. It was like the biggest wound in my life. And it's what I have studied the most for the last 20 years. You do not have a money story. And she looked at me through Zoom like, what? But this isn't working and I'm not making money in all of this. And I said to her, you're used to being at the top. You're used to being the professor. And she instantly busts out laughing and her sister happened to be sitting next to her and I heard her like cackle with laughter. It was like so true. So if you're used to being at the top of your corporate career or your business as you've known it or whatever it is and you're desiring to start something new, welcome to freshmanhood. Welcome to the freshman class. And I told her, I, I feel the exact same way right now. There's a certain power. There's a certain confidence. There's a certain certainty that comes from, relatively speaking, having mastered a certain trade or art or skill. And when you do something 10 plus hours a day for 10, 20, 30 years, 
one tends to get really masterful at that trade or art or skill. And I felt that way with business coaching, you know, like it could like identify someone's money wounds or insecurity or what was a great business. I was basically like the Simon Cowell of entrepreneurship. Like it could like identify it, help cultivate it. And I did that with thousands and thousands of women. And now it's, it's not starting over. And I want everyone to get that who is embarking on a new endeavor. It evolves. And if you're going to evolve, evolving is like graduating. If you're going to graduate from high school, you're used to being the senior. You, you know where everything is. You know how it all works. You know who the people and the players are. And then you walk into college or university and you're a freshman and you're starting all over again and you don't know the college campus and you, you don't maybe even know where the restrooms are and you don't know how it all works and who the people and the players are. And so it can feel awkward. It can feel uncomfortable. It can feel like going backwards even, but it's not. And there are so many elements where I feel like I did 20 years ago at the beginning of my career. At the beginning of my career, I was pretty excited about life. I was pretty excited about all the possibilities. And I didn't, I'd never had the experience really of like being the best yet. So I didn't need it or I didn't feel like that was my safety zone. And I was just very humbly willing to and happy to teach what I wanted to learn. I didn't have a lot of ego around it because I didn't have any other expectation. I was like, I knew I was lit up about the whole Queen Esther story. I had a master's degree in clinical psychology and had been a therapist, but if you're going to teach queen, you can't be a broke queen. So I was willing to lean into the sword and just dive into it and not need to be the best or any of it. I just needed to be a half a step ahead of who I was meant to serve. So whatever I was studying, whatever I was learning, however I was evolving, I knew that there were people that didn't know as much as I knew at that stage which at that point was maybe a half a step. So if you've been doubting your own ability to speak your voice or launch anything, if you're a half a step ahead of someone, you qualify for being of great service to someone. They're a half a step behind. And in some ways, that's where I feel as I'm still finding my way. I'm still in that world in between worlds. I'm, I'm not at the beginning of it. I can tell, but I'm not out of it yet. I'm probably God willing, mark these words. I feel like I'm 80% through that world in between worlds where certain pieces have come into play. I am more, even more certain that it's time for certain pieces to be left behind, not left behind, completed. And they'll always be a part of me. And though I can see a bit of the horizon of what's to come, it's it's still in the distance. Some of it's a bit blurry. Some of it's becoming clearer. And I feel like 
a lot of what I'm teaching here is a half a step ahead. And that I also am teaching what I want to learn. I love sharing the hope and the inspiration and I love the idea of spiritual principle being what we can really, really count on. And though I have certainly seen, and you probably have also, actual miracles show up in my life in a way that I could never have made happen. It had to be a God job. I, I feel like in many ways, for a lot of the last 20 years, I haven't had to have the level of faith that I do today. Because faith is the evidence of things not seen. When I knew how launches worked and I did them and they worked, it doesn't require a lot of faith, to be honest. It requires some creativity, a lot of love, passion, some work, but not a lot of faith, you know? Um, when you get your workout routine and food down and you know how to lose weight, it doesn't really take a lot of faith, right? You're like, okay, I've been here before, I've done this. It's like, if I eat this this way in this time and I work out this amount, then I'm going to lose X amount of weight in X amount of time. Not a lot of faith. But right now, I'm leaning so much more into spiritual ways than the masculine ways. It's requiring a lot more faith. And... I'm right there with you. I'm in day three of marching around that wall, walking around that wall, listening to the music of those horns being played. And I'm letting myself be developed on day three. And there's a level of power of being present. You know, we're not in day one or two. We've already done those. And if you haven't, you can go back and listen to those. For those of you that have been with me on the journey, we're in day three and we're not on day seven. So we don't need to have any dismay that the victory isn't here yet and the wall between us and the victory hasn't crumbled. We're preparing ourselves. We're raising our frequency. We're strengthening our faith. We are doing the very active work of feeling, visualizing, believing, you know, using all of the feminine principles of creativity, passion, play, pleasure, and the ability to see things not as they are, but as they could be. Every day, even though if I were to rely just on the online sites of what's available for housing, that would be depressing, but every night before I go to sleep, I visualize the perfect place for me and Glenn and Lily. And I feel what it feels like to go to sleep and then wake up in this new home in the location that I desire. And It's not the most fun journey, though we can, we can make it more fun or unfun depending on our attitude. What I realize is that a real spiritual connection is real. 
And just like the other skill sets, PS, of like the, the what we'll call them like the more tangible skill sets of copywriting or branding or learning about funnels and internet marketing and or whatever you've done in law or medicine or technology and finance. That took time. That took education. It's just that this one, for all of you who are joining me in developing and cultivating the way of the spiritual realm to for us to have less of a wobble. I think that's part of my desire here. Like I, I, I want to approach my life, approach my endeavors being even more certain than I am today. Uh, there, I have moments of certainty, I'm sure like you, and then I have moments of wobble. And, and I have moments of breakdown also. And it's all part of it. I think the pieces around the breakdown, the quicker you can rebound and respond, the quicker you can love yourself back to, okay, I had a human breakdown of doubt and I'm, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I, I am remembering that it is not me against the world and it's not me against God, but that it is me with the world and it is God with and for me. And the more we develop our faith muscles, the fewer wobbles we'll have, but the more we are being prepared for a higher calling. And that I believe. I don't have all of the physical manifestation rah-rah stories yet. And that's where I feel like I'm teaching what I want to learn. And in this newness, you know, we've this new world opening up. None of us could be the same. And if we're trying to do the same thing, I know, I know that's going to be old, outdated, stale energy super fast. And if you are willing to take the risks, if you are willing to get out of the relationship that doesn't serve, if you are willing to you know, call it on the job that just has been sucking the life out of you, we're all going to be rewarded. It's just that there's this time, this time to march around the walls, to, to put our energy into and invest into the life that we desire, the dreams that we know are ours. And that takes walking around those walls and getting bigger than the walls and claiming and declaring and speaking to the walls of this dream is mine. I claim it as mine now. I declare that this is my life. I see and feel and believe this specific dream being manifested in my life today and pulling it in and claiming it and drawing it in and bringing it to you in a way that only the combination of you and the divine could manifest. And so that's what today is about. You're continuing to march around those walls. You're continuing to see your dream. You're, you're building up this frequency so that you know that you know that you know that you know that you know. I wrote about my first financial miracle in my book. And if you haven't read it, again, get my book. It 
you won't be disappointed um, and you'll get all of the details on on that first financial miracle and I just remember like pulling it in I didn't have all the words for that that I have today but I remember saying I see myself with $30,000 I feel $30,000 in my bank account I see my online statement saying $30,000 has been deposited I feel myself it was it was had a specific purpose it was to be get in the coaching program I, I could feel my I see myself being coached by those coaches I see myself being surrounded with the other people that are in the program who are up to big things in the world and they have become my friends I see myself living a big life I see thirty thousand dollars in my bank account and it was this over and over building of passion and excitement and truth and believability until it became so real inside of me that it did become so real outside of me. And not to do a spoiler alert, but in two weeks, for a woman who was used to making $24,000 a year, not thirty, but $60,000 came in. That's how loving and generous the universe is. And I did that from a, a pretty naive way. I did it from a, I heard it was possible, so I went and did it. I was kind of beginner's luck, idiot savant. And uh. You know, today, I don't know, if you're over the age of 25 and you're listening to this, especially as you add the years onto that number, I just want you to know how much love I have for you. As you get into your 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, there is a conditioning that goes on. And there is more for us to overcome and work through. Sadly, because we think we know how it is. Oh, well, I've been there before. I've done that. And the brain has all this evidence of all of the reasons why it can't work and when it didn't happen and, and how you know that that money isn't coming in or those clients aren't showing up or the big opportunity has passed you by. And so... For the younger generation, seize the lack of neurological webbing that you have on all the ways that it can't happen and go for it now. And for those of us that are a little further along down the path with some more steeped neurological webbing, let's get over it and let's get into God. Because God's not like, well, you're 55 that webbing is really tough to get through. I don't know that we can do it. The same God is the God of us when we were 5 or 10 or 15 or 50 or 90. The same miracles are available. But there is a... Um, there's more humanness that we're going to have to drop to get into more spirituality. So I want you to get into the pureness and the truth that your dreams matter. I, even though this culture does not necessarily revere and uh, honor the women further along down the path, we do, I do, you do. And so let's not be in any way old in body, mind, or spirit. And let's get into the reason why Jesus said, be like, be like little children. It's like, because little children have an open mind. 
And as we open our mind to our good today, and we open our mind to today doesn't have to be, and you know, your, your miracle might not take seven days. You know, that was Joshua's. This is a symbolic quest and journey that we're on. I don't know if mine is going to take seven minutes, seven hours, seven days, seven months. Here's what I know. I'm not giving up on my dream. And I am continuing to seek the higher ways. I'm also not going back. I, I am not available to do life like I used to do it. All the hustle, all the grind, all the push, all the matter to matter. So join me in my freshman class. <laughs> um, let's teach what we want to learn. Let's march around this wall and let's do what we know to do today. Let's see that if we put our faith in God, if we put our activation and how we're going to activate is through spiritual strategy versus running around like a chicken with our head cut off today. Let's see if that doesn't create the miracles that we seek. Let's pray. Ah, dear God, thank you. Thanks for day three. Thank you for the refining that comes. Thank you for the cultivation of our spirit of learning to be more in tune with you, more at one with you, more solid with you and, and, and believing even more in the unseen, the unknown and the invisible. We pray over the dreams and desires, hopes, wants, and needs of every woman listening. This moment, we relinquish any feeling or thought of lack, fear, disappointment, or doubt. And we return to the truth. The truth that with you, all things are possible. The truth that you offer the peace that passes understanding. The truth, the truth that you are the source of our strength. So any woman listening who feels weary, lost, feels like she can barely get through the day energetically, renew her soul renew her spirit let her experience right here right now in this moment the fullness of who you are the hope that you provide the joy and the love that we do have access to and right now if that next best feeling that anyone listening can reach for. Find the feeling that would just have you feel one higher level better. If it's a little more confidence, a little more peace, a little more hope, like it's going to be okay. And actually in this moment, in this moment, it is okay. In this moment, it is okay. And that 
the next moment could be even better. And just having faith the size of that mustard seed. That an outstretched hand, an opportunity, a miracle that you seek, the exact client that you desire, the exact home that you're looking for, the exact team member that would make all the difference. It's one miracle away. There's no order of difficulty in miracles. So we open ourselves up. We get ourselves out of any of the negative. We open ourselves up to the truth because we know it's the truth that sets us free. And we pray all of this believing. Amen. All right, my gorgeous. I hope this has been a beautiful Saturday message for you or whenever you have listened to this. And I want to get to know you. So I want you to come join me in my Q Club. If you are already in the Q Club, I want you to be live on those community calls the first Tuesday of every month. We have one coming up in real time. They are at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Get in there live. I want to see you on that Zoom. I want to know you. I want I want us to be in relationship. And if you are not in my Q Club, it is the most excellent app. You can go to divineliving.com forward slash app to get your two-week free trial or click on the link in the show notes. Um, you are going to enter into a vortex. If you love my podcast, you are going to love, 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 love the Q Club. I have a video library in there of live events, motivational messages, prayers, meditations, cooking demonstrations, fashion shows, guest experts, like everything. It is for all things queen. Plus you can set up a profile and meet all the incredible women who are in there from around the globe. So if you're traveling and you want to meet up with someone, or if you're in your hometown and you want to meet up with someone, um, the Q Club is the place to be. You're going to see the quality and caliber of women. I have set this up so that you can get off the noise of social media and just surround yourself with women who are like you. And I want to get to know you. So uh, get yourself in the Q Club. And lastly, if this podcast has been a blessing in your life, screenshot it and tag me on Instagram and let me know what your favorite part is. Lots of love.